0: I try not to regret too much. I think like, it's like, if you didn't do it, it's fine, whatever. You know, like so much of it, I, I think I've gotten better over the years, too, of not really worrying about like, oh, what, it, like this could have been this or that could have been that. It's like I'm still doing comedy. Um, you know, maybe I could have worked harder at, at certain points or or like sit sat down and wrote a script out or something. But yeah, maybe maybe just worked harder, probably and not been lazy.
1: Welcome to the Underground Comedy Podcast with Sean Joyce. For more information about our live shows, check out undergroundcomedydc.com. Hey, what's up? Thanks for checking us out. This weekend, we've got Sean Donnelly back at Big Hunt. Sean is a great comic who has been headlining with us for years. He's appeared on The Late Show, Last Comic Standing, and Comedy Central. You can get tickets and info on the website. We've got some bonus announcements this week. This Saturday, we'll have an Underground Comedy Showcase at the Kennedy Center. Tickets are free, but they appear to be sold out on their website. So if you really want to see it, uh, maybe they'll add more tickets or you can find a way to steal someone's pass or something. Starting next week, we'll have a free show every Tuesday at Big Hunt at 8 o'clock. That means we'll have comedy shows at Big Hunt every Tuesday through Saturday, and that will take us to a total of 14 underground comedy shows per week. Okay, that's it for the announcements. Our guest today is Ahmed Barucha. Ahmed is a very funny comic who lives in Los Angeles. His sketch group, Dead Kevin, has been featured on Tosh.0 and Funny or Die, and he can be seen in the upcoming season of Dream Corp LLC on Hulu, which comes out later this month. In this episode, he talks about beginning stand-up in college in Rhode Island, working on sketch shows and pilots in Los Angeles, and what a comedy career looks like 15 years in.
0: Uh, I am from, I was born in California, nice uh, Santa community. Barbara California yeah and then I moved away when I was 16 to Rhode Island and that's where I started comedy okay I depressing yeah <laughs> so you went from uh, a yeah. beautiful
1: place to yeah
0: not as beautiful well although I, I do like Rhode Island but I was very angry at the time I was like what this sucks oh really you know um I was excited for winter I, I thought that was oh, cool because I've never yeah. seen it before and I played ice hockey so that was cool but I you know did you play I'd ice hockey in California I played no, I didn't. I played roller hockey there, uh-huh. and then so I was excited that like ooh now I get Actual to play ice hockey. Yeah, but I was mad. I was like you know halfway through high school, finally made oh, some cool friends. Yeah, and that's terrible. Was like no, you're taking me away. I had to reset everything. Yeah, <laughs> but I am glad I did it, and uh, I think it gave me a nice little change of perspective. And
1: were you and you were close to Boston? Yeah. So like, like how <coughs> close to Boston?
0: About an hour to 45 minutes, okay. depending on traffic and everything. But I would go up there. About three years into comedy, I just like was like, oh, Boston's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then just started going up there like five days a week or so. Did you go to college? I went to University of Rhode Island. Okay. And that's uh, where I was when I started doing comedy. And I see. I ran like, a like, couple shows there, like a weekly show in a cafeteria that... Oh, yeah. Had like blenders. And <laughs> was it your
1: idea to start a comedy show?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. You know, I, I just I'd started doing stand up. I worked in a, a comedy club in a Providence Place mall as like a bus boy. Oh, wow. I started there and then I had, you know, a few more years of college. So I was just like trying to get more stage time and just decided to run my own show. Were
1: you into comedy growing up?
0: Yeah, I always like from a very I can can't even remember why I didn't like comedy. Yeah, same. Yeah. I
1: I always watched it. Like I was yeah. watching adult comedy as yeah. like a six year old, which yeah, it was just yeah. really strange that I just I'm sure I couldn't understand any of it. I just <laughs> yeah, stared at yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's like another thing where you just you can appreciate the f- the funny voices and faces yeah, and like exactly. the timing of things. I remember like it was like fifth grade.
0: I went to like see Billy Madison, and I was laughing in the car. With my friends and we were like, "Oh, sixty nine, ha <laughs> ha ha!" And my older sister was like, "You don't even get that." Yeah, right. And I was like, yeah. hey, dude. Yeah. She's like, what is it? And I was like, it's a gang. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> uh, it's, so, it's so embarrassing when you get called <laughs> yeah. out when you're a kid because so, you have yeah. nothing. Like, why you are you nothing. laughing at that? Yeah. Because like, yeah, it's funny. You, when people say 69 and you say <laughs> yeah. nice and yeah. everyone laughs. Yeah. And that's the joke. That's it.
1: But that's what it has turned into now. Now yeah. it's like you say nice, that's the joke. That's yeah. the whole the yeah, whole yeah, part exactly. of the joke. is just this is what we have to say. It's a, it's a very immature <laughs> and uh, dumb <laughs> But, uh, so when you were in the comedy, working in the comedy club, were you thinking about doing stand up at that time? Was it in the back yeah, of your mind? Yeah, that's
0: like why I like wanted to work there. Like okay, I, yeah. I, I didn't even know it was a comedy club because it just said Stitches Comedy Cafe. Okay. And so I thought it was like a place where the wait staff was like funny. So I like, oh ap- really? Yeah. I like applied <laughs> and I was like, and I, I guess I had never been to a comedy club at that point. Like I love standup, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I
1: knew what a comedy club was. Yeah, I didn't go to a comedy club yeah. until I was like in my twenties. Like, yeah,
0: exa- yeah, I was twenty years old at the time, and then, or I guess I was nineteen. I got the job there, and then like a year after working there, I got the guts to go up.
1: I bet the first comedy club I went to was I was probably in my late twenties by the wow. time I went to a comedy club.
0: Was that here? Where did you? Grow yeah, up?
1: I grew up in uh, Pittsburgh, but and then I I moved to DC when I you know was a professional. And yeah. Uh, yes, DC Improv was the first club wow. I went to. Yeah, so really late, really late yeah. for me. You are laying the groundwork yeah. from the beginning, <laughs> which you can see the difference between where yeah. we are. So you uh so then you start, okay, so you have the ambition to start the show yeah, in college I wanted
0: to be I, I even when I applied at the job at stitches, I was like, I'm funny. Yeah. And that was just like the cook that was interviewing me and he's yeah, like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess yeah, helpful or not something. Until I the next day where I was actually working or just washing dishes like Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, they have comedians come in. <laughs> Were you, did you get to see them at all? Yeah, a little bit. And it was kind of interesting cuz they weren't m- necessarily my cup of tea all the time. It was yeah. like kind of road like not hacky, but like kind of broader guys. Right. And, but then they'd have like the open mics and that's where I'd watch like kind of younger comics who that wasn't a great comedy club so they were almost always bombing yeah but it is what kind of taught me that it's okay to bomb because it's like oh i think oh, this guy's yeah, funny yeah, yeah and no one else does yeah and then there's on the weekend a guy that i don't think is funny but the crowd's laughing right so it was like a good lesson because i was so nervous it's confusing go when yeah you fir-
1: yeah when you're first trying to get get a hold of it in your head you're like why is this good yeah. and that's bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> Seems like the opposite <laughs> is true, and the opposite is true. Yeah, those guys at the mic were the were better, yeah,
0: exactly. Now, yeah, then later when I moved to Boston, and it was like, oh, that guy was that guy was at that comedy club when I was younger, and I thought he was nobody, but now, look now at he's, him, he's somebody, like a big guy in the scene, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's cool. So, who were like uh, the early comics that you liked back then?
0: Um, I really liked Chappelle and like Chris Rock, yeah. Um, and, like, kind of everyone, like Dangerfield, Steven Wright, like Seinfeld. Uh,
1: All the big guys. Yeah. All you the know, heavy like, I, I was
0: watching a lot. Like, because I wanted to do it for a long time. So uh-huh. I think about like a year or so before I started, I was like kind of studying comedy and writing notes down and
1: just watching a bunch of specials. Did it go smoothly for you when you first started?
0: I think my first set I felt really good about. Like yeah. it, it, looking back on it, it wasn't like. Yeah, fantastic. of course. Yeah, yeah, right. But I remember feeling like the high and like oh my god i did it and and then i think you know a couple shows after were rougher and then right but i had a similar experience yeah i I guess i never i don't know i I, how my talent was early on but i just liked it right away right so i was just like yeah this is what i want to do
1: was it did it was it the reaction that you got from the crowd that was exciting to you yeah
0: you know just even if you didn't get a laugh on everything just the times you got laughs you were just like that's whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah, so cool. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Just to say some dumb idea and then yeah, it's people like are a laughing. trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's like
1: a magic doing a magic trick. <laughs> How long did uh, did you stay in Boston?
0: Um, so, about I guess, in total, I lived in Rhode Island for like seven years of doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and long, Boston long. was probably I didn't really discover Boston until like three years in. Mm-hmm. So probably four years I was going to Boston before I moved to LA.
1: And then you went to L.A. And yeah. when you went, what what give you the confidence to move to L.A.?
0: So yeah, I didn't I've been doing it for like seven years at that point and feeling pretty good in the local scene. And, um, you know, got a couple festivals and stuff like that. And like in Boston, I was kind of working with the Letterman Booker to try to get a Letterman set at the mm-hmm. time. So it felt like you were on the, it was on the time verge. To like, yeah. And my sister lived in L.A and she was oh, going to let me nice. live there
1: for for free at first so That's perfect. Yeah, it was kind of a That's no like brainer. the best <laughs> situation. That Rory Scovel had that in uh, DC his oh, sister really? lived here and oh, he came and lived right. with her <laughs> and started comedy here and then moved pretty quickly to New yeah. York after that but yeah, that's like the best setup. Yeah. When you cuz it was like
0: 8 bit. months where I just got to just do comedy and
1: like eventually
0: she just I gave her 200 bucks a
1: month like wow. <laughs> yeah. That's really. And how long how long were you was it tough out in LA when you first got there? Yeah,
0: for sure, but I uh it was tough in a good way, I thought, where I was working like harder than I kind of got lazy maybe in like towards the end of being in Boston. Yeah. So it was like, oh, people liked me. I right, was right. cool. I not, I wasn't necessarily like headlining everything, but Yeah, I bet you're comfortable. I, yeah, I was like people knew I was funny and I didn't have to prove myself. So in right. LA it was like started from ground zero. Yeah. Just going to like every bad open mic and I never have had a great thick skin, I, I think, even still don't. So it was good to kind of get that thick skin. It's gone now, but like the first (laughs) two years in L.A. was the thickest skin I had ever had in my comedy career. Yeah, Yeah. just forcing yourself through it. Just like going up to zero laughs sometimes and then kind of just not feeling bad about it. Mm -hmm. And that was a great moment, you know, just... How long ago was that when you first went to L.A.? I
1: guess I moved there, what years? Uh, Eight years ago. Okay.
0: Yeah, eight years ago.
1: So... And how long before you started uh, like hanging out with dead Kevin, guys?
0: That was pretty early. I knew Ryan a little bit from Rhode Island because he's from Mass. Mm-hmm. And we had met oh, at like yeah. two different contests. Okay. So not the best setting to meet someone. You're just like, who's this competing dude? You know? in uh-huh. <laughs> and like, I think I beat him on the first one, and then he beat me on the second one. And whenever we like f- talked about it, I didn't even remember he was in the first one you know because yeah. i won, So i was like oh, i didn't have any like who's that guy yeah you know? yeah and then when he beat me i was like who's this guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but so we kind of like recognized each other and started going to mics together and uh, then jack was kind of in the same scene and yeah really early on when i moved to la we just kind of all gelled together we were kind of quiet like nerdy guys or yeah. not nerdy but like just quiet guys <laughs> yeah i like, never uh, met
1: jack but You and uh, Ryan Flanagan, you guys are you guys are nice guys. Yeah, nice guys. That's what you're nice guys. (laughs) And I think that
0: was shocking to me from meeting Ryan from before. You know, he's kind of like a big muscly man who's like Uh you would assume is like a bro. He looks like a bro. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a meathead. He's just like a
1: nice guy. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I like. Smart nice meatheads are like yeah. One of my favorite types of people yeah. I don't know why I don't know what it is about them But it's there's something they, yeah. that's like charming About they're it they're kind
0: of subverting
1: the Expectation yeah, yeah it's fun <laughs> It's like a fun change because yeah. you're, like you're So bear. ready to hate them yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Which I think he, I remember him having to deal with, with A lot when he moved to LA it was like You know good looking
1: yeah he, especially When he's in his LA in clothes yeah. he really Looks like yeah. a, a <laughs> festival Goer yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, but that's <laughs> cool. And then did you guys start you guys start making sketches or Yeah,
0: like? so it was kinda I think probably Jack was the bigger bigger motivator of the three of us or he was he knew that I had made videos before and he knew that Ryan wanted to, so it was kinda always just like you know, one of those things your friends just like, We should make videos, man yeah. And then he just got us over to his house. I think they did one before I, I came over and then we did one and then we just decided to do one a week. We did one a week for like three years with maybe a
1: couple breaks. I think that's like a that's like a really great way to do it yeah. is to give yourself, to set up um, exactly. a goal like yeah. that and a schedule to just say, you know, we're just going to focus on putting it, at, like doing it. Yeah. Not making everything perfect.
0: Exactly. That's what kind of helped. And it was like not that like anyone was holding us to the once a week, but we were like, we said it out loud. We're going to do it. And it, it was good to just not overthink every sketch. because. Yeah. You know, sketches aren't all going to be perfect. Of so course. it was no, just no. kind of like we'd come to Jack's house, wear three different outfits and go like, uh, the fridge. What's up with right. the fridge? And then do a couple takes, start finding where it is. And then and they're simple videos. Yeah, there's exactly. not
1: they're, they're not high production quality. <coughs> no. They're just very straightforward. Yeah. And they're just uh, guys being funny.
0: Yeah. And I think we had kind of wondered the sketch group I was in before was more like characters and different mm-hmm. settings. And I've found that personally hard for a while to like, oh, now we have to find a cafe now. Yeah, yeah. I have to of find course. a wig or, you know, and so that was also a motivation of just keeping it. The three of us being versions of ourselves in an apartment because we always had those.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like um. It's ca- it's kind of like being on Twitter It's like, yeah. you, you know, you're constrained Yeah, exactly And you're like, well, it's only it's only this <laughs> <Yeah>. It's only <laughs> within this framework uh, to, that we'll do yeah. it Yeah, and and so
0: we got to focus on the minutia of just right, being Right,
1: it takes away that kind of other stuff that In a lot of ways is beside the point in yeah, a comedy exactly. sketch yeah. It's really, <laughs> none of it It's like a, you know, beautiful setting or yeah. cool setting It's not <laughs> really going to make you laugh any yeah. harder no matter what it is uh, so that's pretty cool and uh and then you guys you made a t a pilot from that,
0: right? uh, yeah, we did a couple different things with Dead Kevin. uh, the first thing we probably did was comedy Central had us make twelve sketches for their website um uh, how was long cool. ago was that? That was probably a year into it, so I'd say I started doing the sketches with them seven years ago okay, why so quite so a while then, yeah, ago. a year into that they gave us those twelve sketches and then. We pitched them a show. They didn't take that show. And so we were just like, they were like, you want to do more web series, Scout? And we were kind of like, no, we could do that on YouTube. So we just went back to YouTube, did more sketches, and then a year later pitched them another show, mm-hmm. which then they bought that show to pay us to write it. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't make that. Okay. <laughs> and then after that, we just like filmed a little like short pilot, and I put it up on YouTube calling it the failed pilot. Uh, what what did, do you know what they didn't like about it? I think the second show we pitched was us as like uh, youth uh, center leaders okay and I think at the end they said that, like they weren't really feeling like the kids. They were worried about the kids. Yeah, which we were like, oh, we could have not had them. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that you just let that us w- know
1: that early on, we would have gotten rid of those kids. <laughs> yeah, because when you, as you're saying it now, when you her, I'm like, that's funny. I was like, bud, it is. You do worry. Yeah. How do you get the kids to be funny and all? And this like, stuff. what can you say in front of the kids that's going to be okay? Yeah, like, can yeah. you make sex jokes in front of the kids? Is that <laughs> weird? Yeah.
0: The show before that that we pitched was just us as landlords because we really liked. That we were in the apartment and we wanted to keep it in the apartment. Oh, yeah. And I thought that uh, if we were landlords, it would be a way for us to be kind of isolated in the apartment and Uh, yet have people coming in. Yeah. Asking us to fix their problems. I like that idea. Yeah, I, I still like that idea. You know, we might have just not pitched it
1: well or. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's like you don't really know what's on the decision exactly. makers minds it's like they may n- have known all along it probably was never going to go <laughs> yeah. because they already had an idea exactly, of what they wanted yeah. and you know they like you guys so they'll give you a shot but yeah, probably it has no chance or it could have been like they were close yeah and they were like ah, it's just the kids make me nervous yeah, yeah did exactly and it's like central to the idea and so. that's
0: what was cool about that they let us pitch another show it was like I never really took it as a huge defeat. It was just yeah. like, hey, cool, what about a show where we're landlords? And they're like, no. And I was like, all right, hey, cool, what about a show where we're camp counselors? Yeah. <laughs> Which that's what it was going to be. And then it was funny. Like, we'd worked on this pitch. And then, like, right when we were about to go out and pitch it, they, like, made an announcement that a wet, hot American summer was, like. Coming back. Coming back. Yeah. And we we're like, all right, we
1: should not do that. What if it's youth center? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so much stuff is like that. Like, the timing of it you just get screwed yeah. by world events and, and, exactly. there's, and there's nothing you can do about it. And throughout that time, then, then I guess after that you guys started getting some breaks standup wise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, uh, kind of in the middle of it too. Like I did like Montreal, which is the guy who, uh, had us do the comedy central sketches. He had been working at Montreal before that. Okay. So that's how he kind of knew me and then knew us. And yeah, so it was kind of, Throughout it, we're all slowly doing our own stuff, right. trying to just figure something out. <laughs> yeah.
1: So how do you feel now? What are you thinking now?
0: Um, I mean, I'm always down to do more Dead Kevin. I think sometimes uh, we all are, have like our own little paths that we're yeah. on. So, And we don't have the weekly sketches anymore. So sometimes it's hard to... It was so perfect. It was just like the stars aligned for those. We're just like, all right, we're in this. And then when we kind of stop doing that, it's... Harder to get each other like all in the same room to like, yeah. The older you idea, get, it's definitely yeah. hard
1: when you're young, when you're like young guys living in a newer city, you don't have shit. To yeah, do. there's exactly. nothing going
0: on. I'm more now for like doing a movie with them because I think that might be an easier pitch than a TV show. Yeah, less investment. It's just like, boom, here's a funny movie and we can make it for cheap.
1: You want to do would you make the whole movie?
0: Yeah, I think so. My sister just directed her, her a movie on. The uh, independent movie and uh, kind of watching her go through that process made me feel like we could have a better chance going through that kind of process, We just get like some investors and people who believe in you, and just try to make a small budget comedy.
1: And then what do you what do you do after you make it? Do you have to sell it to someone? I
0: think so. That part I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that yeah. seems like an important
0: thing to find out. For her, really, her she really wants to get it in Sundance. Okay. I think with her movie, it's more likely our movie oh, maybe might that's not be like. Uh, it's just three white dudes, or three and a half white, or two and a half white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're a half? Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll count myself as a half. Uh, uh, what are you? Uh, my mom's Irish, uh, okay. but born in America. My dad is Indian-Pakistani, but born in Burma. Okay. So, kind of a weird mix. All right. That's <laughs> not, that is a weird mix. Yeah, it's an unusual yeah. mix, but... Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you're one so of two half. and a half guys, two yeah. and a half white guys. <laughs> so I think that might I mean, not that that's the only way to get in a Sundance. But my sister's movie is like a female empowerment comedy. So True. Like, oh, this is like we haven't seen this. You might have seen Three Idiots being idiots. Yeah, probably you have. <laughs> but if it's good, yeah, you know, exactly.
1: Like uh, I think like you look at corporate. Corporate yeah. has diversity in the show, obviously, but the center of it is two white guys, yeah, yeah, and they're in an, an office, yeah. Which is not, none of those things are new, unique, yeah, or, or yeah, not groundbreaking. But it's good, yeah, exactly. It's good, and it's, it's just worth a watching. for yeah, for funny jokes. It's and totally worth characters. watching, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that I think that's like a great example of like. Yeah, I think a lot of people talk themselves out of doing things because they're yeah. like, Well, you know, we're white dudes, yes, it's an office. Yeah. You know, right? You talk yourself out of it and it's like, No, it's look, look what you can do. Exactly. Just in that same in that same uh constraints. Yeah. With uh it's like a, a whole new thing. That's a. Uh, what about so you have a, a young kid? Yeah, I have a almost two year old. Two year old in next month. So how has that
0: impacted doing uh, comedy it's definitely changed it a lot i do a lot less stand-up um and i'm also less willing to do like shittier gigs or like right but like you know before i didn't care anyone offered me a show i would do it uh, comedy. if i could attitude. afford it yeah i was just like and my wife would be like you don't. why are you doing that I'm like oh, uh because they said they needed a comic i'll go do it <laughs> like, yeah yeah i want to get up on stage and so now it's more like Ooh, I don't know if I could drive to San Diego for 50 bucks.
1: Did you spend a lot of time on the road at any point in time?
0: Uh, Yeah, on and off. I, um, I've never been like a road dog. Were you ever a road feature for a while?
1: A little bit, yeah. Just like around, like regionally?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, more, more regionally road stuff. And, and you can withstand I like that road. when you're young.
1: Yeah, I used to, well,
0: yeah, I've gone through different feelings on the road. I used to just want to be only on the road. And when it finally kind of happened, I was like, the road is really boring. Yeah. And, but then now I'm back around where I love the road. I, I like it in moderation. Well, if I yeah, was, if well, I was no, you're a headliner. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the road is different when you're a yeah, headliner versus like when you're like a regional. Yeah. Future. But I, I mean, it's fun when you go with your friends too. Like, sure. When, like me and the dead Kevin guys did a couple tours and, didn't make any money, but just had like such a great, a great time. time. Yeah, it's a memory you always yeah. have. So that would be, that's a fun part of the road. I love seeing the country. Sure. I love driving, actually. Mm. And I actually really like being in airports and hotels now. I really? used to kind of not like it, and now it, I, it's almost comfortable.
1: <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. What do you like about it?
0: I like that it's a little different every time. I like that someone else cleans up after you. Yeah. I like that you can sleep. I'm a father now, so when I get in a hotel, it's like, gets dark and you just go to bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's easy and, then, and there's nothing yeah, to do you exactly can, you yeah. just sleep then you wake up and then i like to try to see the city i'm in
1: yeah that's cool do you feel like <laughs> it has a kid slowed you down at all or do you think that really like maybe you shouldn't have been doing those anyway i think i wouldn't say totally
0: slowed down because i think i've been doing it for 15 years now too so it's like i was naturally slowing down my, my own and also kind of taking a a, a step away, not a step away because I'm always, I'm doing it every week still, but just not every single day. Uh And, um, and it's kind of nice to, I I feel like for a while I was feeling I had nothing left to say. Yeah. So taking like a, just slowing down a little bit and just kind of enjoying it and just keeping it sharp, but not necessarily plugging away every day kind of makes me feel like I have more room to to come back and and maybe create more, you know. So, yeah, it's slowing down, but not necessarily in a bad in way. a bad way, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I do think that it can happen where if you get locked into like going up all the yeah. time and you're really focused on the idea of I need to be on stage as much as possible, yeah, it can almost you it doesn't give your brain a chance to, to reset. Think about it. Yeah. And yeah, and and you can kind of get into like bad ruts where you're going and then you can start to hate stand up and
0: just lose a compass and like i'm definitely glad that like when i first moved to la my goal was like do as many shows as you can just to just to get that muscle and and get that thick skin and then after i gained that part it's like all right now time to move on yeah like you know in those first few years where i was doing the most amount of stand-up i'd ever done I ne- wasn't necessarily writing any, like, new great jokes. I'd write a lot, and yeah. I would do a lot of jokes. Mm-hmm. But then I think it was, like, a year in or two years in, I went to go on the road, and I went to, like, write a set list. And I looked at the set list, and I'm like, oh, all this is, like, old jokes. Mm-hmm. And all these new jokes that I feel good that I'm writing all the time, none of them are really at a point where I would actually do them on the road. Like, they were yeah. really, like, kind of comic open mic-type stuff that was maybe unfinished because i just did it for a week and then put it aside mm-hmm. you know because it's kind of harder to really polish a joke in an la open mic scene cause oh yeah, yeah the same yeah. people are seeing it and you just don't have the the interest to tell yeah. these people the same joke yeah over right <laughs> yeah it gets in your own head yeah. and
1: then and it becomes difficult to uh to make progress on yeah. it. yeah yeah totally
0: so yeah just a different muscle now i'm kind of trying to find this muscle finding like a new
1: voice for myself a little bit Where do you think that you'll always do stand-up throughout your career
0: yeah i do i it, sometimes i kind of wondered you know like i'm trying to do more acting and, and stuff like that and uh but i just can't ever see not doing stand-up and i think it keeps you grounded in a, this great way where you still have to go up in front of people mm-hmm. and just make them laugh yeah and, uh, uh, you know other the other worlds like acting and writing and creating your own like shows and stuff is cool but you're, you're just going to be more disconnected from the audience. Yeah. You get lost up. in
1: a different way. Yeah. You get lost in the, in the climbing up the, yeah. m- the ladder of, you know, just trying to get somewhere where you can do anything. Cause yeah. there, cause you got to get up to such a higher level before you get to do anything at all that you're constantly searching around and trying to make stuff and trying to meet people yep. to do that stuff. And then you, you're disconnected cause you, yeah. you don't, you're like, is this you're good? you're like arguing with the other people that
0: you're creating with or, yeah, trying to just get money or funding or a network or an audience uh-huh. or stand up. It's just like, give me the microphone and let me talk yeah. to these people. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, you know what you need to do and you know when it's not working. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's the, g-
0: the good part is it sucks when you bomb, but uh-huh. a bombing is just like a direct pipeline to the people that you're trying to entertain.
1: Have you done a lot of
0: acting? Uh yeah, I guess more and more I do like a bunch of commercials. I'm on a TV show right now that just finished its third season, um, and that that's probably the most amount of acting I've uh, done wow, is on that show. Is that? It's called Dream Corp LLC. Uh, the second season's on Hulu in September, uh, and that one's that one's cool. You know, it's been probably the most challenging because it's actual like a real, real show yeah, with like real acting. Yeah, like in trying to like not fuck up.
1: <laughs> Did you take classes?
0: Um, I took theater in college And I've taken a uh, couple acting classes in LA But not that many I would like to do more Yeah do More acting classes You think it's
1: helpful when you take those classes?
0: I think so I, I, The one I took in LA was kind of a little bit more commercially Like mm-hmm. like here's how to be funny in a three, comi- like, three camera sitcom Yeah So it wasn't like to me what I'm really looking for uh-huh. I, would, I would like to take acting classes to just be like a much better actor Right, yeah not Right. Not necessarily like Book, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, book yeah. Small parts in a thing, like, which is fine. I want to book small parts, but I don't have, know if I need like the acting class for that. Yeah. stuff
1: What about? Did you like doing co- uh, commercials?
0: Yeah, actually, I don't mind it. Th- I kind of th- maybe being younger would think
1: oh, commercials—that's stupid. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the for your initial reaction <laughs> yeah. is like commercials are you know not what you want to do.
0: Yeah, but they were like allowed me to quit my day job when I first moved to L.A. and and they're just kind of like fun and easy if you get the commercials. Yeah. Once you book it, then it's just like, it's a thirty second thing yeah, where you're yeah. just saying like maybe one sentence. Yeah, right. And you're just kind of it's real sh- quick, the precise acting that's yeah. not very challenging. It's just like you're not gonna do like this crazy dramatic monologue. <laughs>
1: yeah. Were you in any national ones?
0: Uh yeah my the biggest one I was in was a Starburst one. That was my first commercial and like, it's the longest running commercial I've ever done and it's. Still, every once in a while, like a check will show up in the mail, and you're like, oh, Whoa! Wow, and that was like seven years ago. I wow, think that that's I, crazy! Yeah, that's pretty cool. That one, I did a Toyota one, a, a Bud Light one. Bud Light one was actually how I got the Dream Corp show. The creator of that sh- commercial created the uh Dream Corp show, so oh, they brought okay. me in. So, are so there
1: th- other comics in that show?
0: Um yeah um uh, Nick Rutherford okay uh John Grise, who's Uncle Rico and uh in a bunch of things okay. um Mark Prosk uh who's from the office okay Um this year we had Sunita um uh, from uh, Glow and yeah a bunch of and then there's a bunch of like uh, guest stars in the nice. show that's yeah. great Yeah Are you
1: and do you think about at this point, are you thinking about trying to build a following at all? Are you more leaning toward like trying to do stuff behind the scenes? Like,
0: yeah, I guess I'm, I'm not as worried about a following as I used to be. I mean, it would be great and I should probably worry a little bit more about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just want to keep working and, and I, I guess a following would help that. But sometimes like I get bored with the social media. Like oh, no kidding. Curating man. and like. It's exhausting. Trying, it's yeah. A, it's a
1: really it's a, I would say it's at the very least a part time job. Yeah. <laughs> Not a full time <laughs> exactly. job. Exactly. You really have to dedicate yourself to yeah. it. And to ch- try to churn out content or think of jokes to write on Twitter all the time. Is, uh, yeah.
0: And it just doesn't tickle my brain the way that like live performance does or. Or making a tv show or yeah. sketches or just actually being like in it and making it rather than like sitting at a right computer going like D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. yeah <laughs> you know?
1: and it also takes a long time for that to add, to add up and yeah. pay off mm-hmm. you gotta do you gotta do a lot of it <laughs> yeah. for it for it to start to work yeah and then you run into like you run into stuff that old flanagan like had yeah. with his um when he he like hit he hit the jackpot with, <laughs> yeah. with uh the with the tourists with the sketches with the but he hated it yeah and you're like <laughs> fuck this was i did a stupid thing yeah. that everybody loves and now i'm trapped in it <laughs> yeah. i have to this is my path to success yeah. i have to quit and then start <laughs> over again yeah which is is rough yeah and i don't know
0: if i i'm i'm bad that i'm kind of over that phase but it's just like it just is takes too much of my energy for for what it feels yeah. like it pays off for like yeah. hey, like and subscribe and you know i'll still you can still like and subscribe but it's not it's not the most fun (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) has your comedy changed over time do you think
0: yeah i think so i think um it's kind of hard to critique yourself but i definitely feel different than i used to and uh maybe more confident in ways and not as confident in other ways like i think when i was younger i was like R- more hungry and just yeah 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 and the ideas were just always there yeah and now that i'm getting older it's uh i'm not as hungry uh uh-huh. uh but uh, but I'm also okay with kind of just being like, like I think I always just want to like, oh, i write one-liners and then I'll write these and I'll write those. And now I'm kind of just like, no, I just write how I, I talk. Yeah. I don't need like I actually like sold all my one-liners to like my one-liner friend. Oh really? I was just like, hey, you want these? I don't think I'm gonna tell these anymore. Like yeah, just at not a certain point they don't go in. Yeah, they don't yeah. fit
1: with like what you're doing anymore. Yeah. And I think when you get really comfortable on stage, if you're not purely a one-liner comic it's kind of hard to put one-liners in yeah, there.
0: that's what i ha- was kind of finding where it's was like where do i put these in yeah it, does it slow the momentum up right and then and and it's also like one-liners work so well when you have this like curated kind of voice and personality that tells one-liners and uh-huh. gets the audience in this mindset but if you just kind of like pop them in like yeah. randomly yeah it's like oh what was that unless you're <laughs> yeah
1: i think the only way you can do it is if you're intentionally going to have a kind of all over the place yeah, set where like you're alter, where you're kind of yeah. keeping the the crowd on the e- on edge all the time where you're like doing a one liner, then you're yeah. doing a dark joke, then you're doing it, the, and <laughs> yeah. then I, I do think there are comics that can do that, and it's kind of interesting and yeah. neat when they do it, but it's pretty rare for people to incorporate yeah both
0: yeah so I guess it's maybe maybe more focused, but I'm also kind of having like the political climate and everything is definitely put like a weird monkey wrench and kind of how i like to work because i always like to be kind of slightly political slightly talking about um the world yeah but i don't necessarily want to do it in a heavy-handed way Uh and it kind of seems impossible now to right right now to do that to be like cute about it like is it's just not cute right now (laughs) what were the kind of things you were talking about before like um I mean, I guess I still talk about like religion and stuff like that, but now it just feels like we're all so laser focused on what it is that you can't be kind of broad about
1: it. We're like, I don't know. I, oh, because everybody's kind of like, when you bring up a broad topic every, in everyone's mind, the yeah, news, the, the whatever like, the last headline yeah, the wall. It's the pops wall. into yeah. their head. Yeah.
0: So I, I always kind of like. Or it's to, like you're talking about the Muslim ban. Exactly. I, and I don't like to necessarily, I, I don't mind watching that, but for my voice, I. I kind of just like to keep it light, and it's right now it's hard to kind of br- like graze a topic. <laughs> oh, I uh, I mind watching. Yeah, it. <laughs> I've had
1: enough. I mean, it's cool and everything. Yeah, and like I respect people that are trying to like make a point. Yeah. Um, but especially but the, the point's
0: been made in my in my yeah. my mind. It's like we've all said what there is to say about this guy. Right. And unless you're, I mean, every once in a while a Trump joke will get me, but like for the most part we've heard it all, and it's just a, a same take on the same thing that he's doing
1: yeah and (laughs) politics used to be somewhat subtle there used to be somewhat of a gray area between the two parties (laughs) and like you know there were kind of points you could make but now it's like such a caricature of politics and he's so
0: he's such an insane character that i don't know what the jokes really are about it's just like he's a joke he's a living joke he's a living joke so it's just and i just kind of I'm so angry about it that I have a hard time being funny yeah. about it. <laughs> I've always
1: felt that way. I've always uh, like been really into politics, and I uh, I remember when I first like became aware of like the Sunday morning shows. Yeah. Like when I was in college and like the newspaper and like opinion columns. And I'm like, Oh, this is we're all we're just debating politics. (laughs) This is pretty fun. This is like a fun game that adults play. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, I thought it was like really neat. I was like, I would watch the news hour on PBS and stuff. And like I would try to learn all this stuff. And I was watching these Sunday morning shows. And then I'm like, it's like slowly dawn on me. I'm like, Oh, they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> These people are just lying yeah. with a straight uh, face. Like yeah. this is not true. Like they know this isn't true. Yeah. Once you like, once you know the background, you're like, Oh, this is, this isn't what this guy believes mm-hmm. at all. And then I'm kind of just like, all right, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. Like, I can't. It's, it's, it's pointless. Just like this is just a, like some weird other game yeah. that's being played that has nothing to do with like what they're actually saying. And I was so interested in politics but trying to imagine writing it into jokes seemed impossible yeah. cuz it's what I am like no <laughs> yeah. this is the truth yeah this is what's right <laughs> yeah. it's not a joke it's, you know <laughs> like and I'm like saying the opposite of it it feels gross to yeah, me to yeah. try to be funny it seems almost and now it's like a million times worse yeah i don't mind the social commentary the social yeah, commentary yeah that's what i like i, I like think there's a lot commentary. of stuff to be said now yeah. that is new to people For sure So that is kind of like The fertile ground right now But the politics is like Impossible Yeah it's just boring now Or, or over have Saturated you, Have you written about Like having a kid and a family Have you gotten into yeah, that Yeah a little type bit I got
0: some, some kid jokes in there now Which is fun Sometimes I have a hard time Churning my life right away Into a thing I don't know It's like Takes time Yeah it takes a while Where like Like I've never really Been able to talk about my wife On stage that way It's weird it, well, some people are yeah, isn't like translator or
1: it's like I'm like I don't like my wife, she, yeah, she yeah, drives yeah. Me crazy sometimes you know I'm starting <laughs> to feel that way. I used to have uh, my my wife and I used to fight a lot early in our relationship, and then um, we went to couples counseling and i i i treated couples counseling as a competition, yeah, that I was like my goal was to win like i knew <laughs> I knew that I had to make the counselor think I was right, wow, and um. And I did, and it, I, I I won it easily, and I, so, <laughs> but I I uh, I wrote that into like a joke, and it was my closer. And since then, we stopped fighting because we learned how to like communicate like yeah. regular people and just have a conversation about things when we disagreed. And like there uh, there isn't huge fights anymore, and yeah. we just get along. <laughs> and now when I think about writing jokes, it's like. Uh, I don't really have any jokes to say about this. This is just a pleasant part of my life (laughs) now. It's like, you know, maybe if, uh, if we have kids, it'll it'll be like, maybe that that will change things and it'll, (laughs) I'll get frustrated again or something. I'll have something to say, but yeah, I trying to think about writing jokes about it. It's like, I really do. I, I mean, I'm mostly compliments now. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like, do you want to hear how much I love my wife? Yeah, we're not. <laughs> and,
1: and it was, I mean, that's what's, that's part of like what's fun when you're, when you're young because you're an idiot a little bit and you have <laughs> yeah. to be a little bit dumb to do yeah. stand up. Oh, you, for sure. If you're, if you're just too smart and all your opinions are right, it's like hard to be funny. <laughs> yeah. You have to be a little bit dumb. Yeah. You got to like go for Take it and weird like, angle. it's like being confident and having energy and yeah. bad ideas. Yep. And <laughs> then that, that's kind of is. Partially, what stand-up is, <laughs> which is yeah. that's kind of a weird uh, realization I'm having <laughs> right now as I think about it. <laughs> if you could do something different Ooh. with comedy, with comedy, like back in, if you could go back in time, uh-huh. if there was some, w- would you? Is there anything that you would do differently? Do you? Do you think? Are you happy where you ended up? Is there something that you, if you go back, you're like, ah, if I would have done that, I think maybe things would be different now.
0: I don't think so. I think maybe more looking to the future of what I can. Doing oh, that's keep doing or keep changing or yeah I don't
1: I don't know I, I think it's I like, get flooded with so many <laughs> regrets when I got someone asked yeah, me that question in an I interview I try not to
0: regret too much I think like it's like if you didn't do it it's fine whatever you know like so much of it I I think I've gotten better over the years too of not really worrying about like oh wow that's it, a mature like, attitude this could have been this or that could have been that it's like I'm still doing comedy um you know maybe I could have worked harder at, at certain sure. points or or like. Sit, sat down and wrote a script out sure. or something but you're still a person but yeah you know? but uh yeah maybe maybe just worked harder probably and not been lazy yeah would be my <laughs> number one that's pretty change. good i think
1: that's a good place to be because <laughs> yeah. everybody has that i think everybody could you know feels like they yeah. could have worked harder but there's there's kind of like almost society puts too much pressure on you to constantly work like, yeah I think you're you're probably more in balance than society wants you. Yeah, to Yeah, I think so.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, right now it's like it's a, I'm in a good zone where I get to act on a show a little bit, and right. I get to do stand up on the road a little bit, and uh, I don't have to do anything else, and I have like a baby. It's and yeah, great. I get to feed the baby with doing that, and I get to see him a lot because I don't have to do much else. Right. So hopefully I could just keep that going and that's, that's really what I would like to do. Yeah. Maybe. I, and I would like to like write some more new jokes probably too. that. That's probably the thing I am most mad about myself is getting lazy and not yeah, writing it's, oh, it's more it's hard to, jokes. It's always hard to <laughs> yeah. keep writing jokes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks very much for doing it. I yeah. think we can uh, check out dream corp. Dream Corp LLC. And that's on Hulu? Uh,
0: yeah, second season dropping on Hulu in September. The third season will be out on
1: Adult Swim in next year at some point. Oh, cool. Yeah. And do you have uh anything else you want to promote?
0: You can watch Dead Kevin on YouTube. Yeah, Dead Kevin's very funny. Yeah, th- they're old there, but they're still there. <laughs> yeah, and maybe there will be and new ones yeah, sometime. Maybe we'll have to do a new one. movie.
1: Yeah. We'll be looking out for the Look Dead Kevin movie, that movie that's happening
0: <laughs> in Sundance. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you.
1: For more information about our live shows, check out undergroundcomedydc.com.